everybody. This is Ian Shuttleworth. I'm a consultant at Williams Investment Management. And this is another of our podcasts where the partners of Williams Investment Management talk about current topics. With me today, we have the three stockbroking partners of Williams, who are Duncan Williams, Robert Ash, and John Newsom. And we're going to look at, as I've said, recent trends in the stock market. And my first question is to Duncan about tech stocks, because we've read in the recent financial press that, quote, tech stocks, unquote, have taken a bit of a hit. So the first question to Duncan is, what actually are tech stocks? Thank you, Ian. As we record this at the beginning of February, you are absolutely correct. The market has fallen during uh, January 2022. This has been led by a sell-off to a certain extent in technology-based investments. I think it's pretty obvious what technology is. Um, So I don't really think we need to go too much into technology. It's clearly evolving absolutely rapidly and we need to try and keep up to date with it. I categorise two types of technology. First is proven and the second is unproven. So proven technology, in my mind, things like Microsoft, PayPal, Facebook, that sort of thing. And unproven are things which I don't understand, basically, like TikTok. TikTok, from all I see, are people dancing on a phone screen. I don't understand where the revenue is going to come from and why that is going to make shareholders money. And things like Tesla. Uh, Tesla uh, is now worth more than all the other car manufacturers put together, which seems ludicrous because uh, in a, on a simple basis, every other car should be a Tesla and it isn't. There are all sorts of reasons why I think it's highly likely that Tesla is going to do well in in the long term. That doesn't mean to say that it might eventually provide 10% of the cars on the road, but I struggle to see how buying Tesla shares at the current level is going to be a good long-term reward. If we buy technology, we tend to do it through funds. And it's interesting to note that during January, Fund Smith, managed by Terry Smith, his fund has fallen about 10% or so from its high, but it's and it is invested in what I would call proven technology. Other funds, things like Scottish Mortgage Trust, which are far more invested in technology at one stage uh, it was down 30% but i think that's that's looking for unproven technology clearly if the unproven technology becomes the technology of tomorrow then scottish mortgage you would think could perform exceptionally well being invested in those type of companies john given that duncan has explained that some of the funds which have invested in technology shares have fallen Would this be a good time to buy some of those funds? As ever, it depends upon the valuation and um, and what those businesses do. Uh, As a very general rule, um, you've seen technology or growth stocks uh, fall recently because of a mathematical equation due to interest rates expected to to rise so we won't we won't labor the maths now but when interest rates are expected to rise the present values of cash flows into the future 
become less valuable. And we're talking about growth businesses, which have been operating against a background of negligible interest rates. And so the present value of, of those cash flows, uh, those interest rates are enhanced. So any sniff that interest rates are about to rise, and I'm I, I am generalizing here, means that the present value of those high growth rate businesses um, will, you would expect them to fall. And that's that's what's happened recently. Robert, why do you think that the tech shares were overvalued? And do you still think they're expensive? Clearly, this is a personal view. You know, the great wall of money globally is so big that I don't think you and I understand quite the quantum. So when somebody says, do you know what? Tesla's fallen by 10%. We should buy some of this stuff. There is a massive amount of uh, funds that flow into it. I still think that there's a lot of hope value in tech stock. And therefore, I wouldn't bet the bank on tech stocks being the answer. Personally, I have you know, I have a holding in an investment trust that specializes in the sort of stocks we're talking about. But I, I, I also have, you know, Unilever. So I'm, I'm hedging my bets, as it were. With this world of technology, uh, it has to be powered by something. And we have all this legislation coming in about uh, zero carbon and so on. What do you see as the future for oil, gas and electricity? And would you invest in companies which sell those power sources? I think we need to uh, make a distinction between energy and, and electricity. Electricity is, is a utility. It's heavily regulated. Uh, we don't buy regulated businesses uh, like that. So um, obviously electricity need is going to continue increasing the question is how is it going to be generated so as we look at the situation today i would argue that um to decarbonize is going to mean if it's if it's going to be undertaken on the uh, on on the scale that um, we're told it has to be is going to involve a significant fall in living standards in most developed countries because I don't believe that the fossil fuel generated electricity can be replaced just as easily as that. And I don't think an adult conversation has has been undertaken with the populations of developed nations. I don't think that demand for oil or oil and gas is going to um, it's not going to reduce. I actually think it's going to increase. At the moment there is no incentive for oil companies to go and find more supply. Uh, you look at a country such as Germany that in the wake of the Fukushima disaster has uh, moth or is currently mothballing now. In fact, it's closing down its nuclear capability. It's heavily reliant on Russian energy. And there is a supply crunch coming. It wouldn't surprise me if the price of oil stays, stays, stays high. You've got Asian demand is still cranking up. And I don't think they're going to be that bothered about um, generating uh, wind power or, or, or solar power. And so as, as, as unpopular as fossil fuels have become, and we've seen many investment managers say they're not going to invest in them uh, anymore, 
uh, the, the shares of these businesses have fallen to, um, in, in terms of valuation, quite low levels. But in the medium term, I can see a supply crunch coming. So if by all means you don't wish to invest in, uh, in fossil fuel business, is, that's fine just just tell us and we won't and we won't buy those shares but um if it's not something that is off the radar then i don't think that the days of uh, of pumping crude oil uh, or, or extracting gas are um are over not not by a long chalk i think that's a very good point i was trying to explain to my children the other day who clearly are a different generation when i said you know there's a difference between investment and whether you're spending money because it makes you feel better. So do you buy an ESG fund, which one of my clients instructed me to do recently, and actually what's happened is it's gone down 25%, or do you buy Sainsbury shares? That's a personal choice, but our business is more, I think, trying to make money for people. I'm not saying we're going to buy weapons of mass destruction, particularly, but there is, a, I think, a dividing line, is there not? Well, do you see any governments around the world turning down the excise duty, the payroll taxes and the corporation tax and the VAT on the profits of oil companies, gas companies, etc.? Precisely. John, in answering the previous question you referred to ESG funds have you any general thoughts about these funds to me the biggest fraud of ESG is that some of the businesses that are getting wrapped up in this investment are in essence they belong in private equity and what's happening is that people are being fed a line where in essence high risk not proven businesses are suddenly being found in in I mean, I don't know if you've seen the recent TV ad for um, Royal London. And you know, does your pension do this? And it's all about solar power and hydropower and uh, various other uh, worthy things. But there's nothing about how proven are some of these. Now, in the old days, if, if you owned an oil company, because we're talking about energy, then it was a proven business. It may be dirty. It may be something you don't want to invest in. But it was proven in the sense that it was profitable for the most part and it paid a dividend. A lot of this ESG investment now is moving up the risk chain. In my opinion, there's a lot of stuff in there that should be in private equity. There's a reason why private equity uh, exists and there's a, a reason why quoted stock markets exist and just one of the problems i foresee with esg is and we have discussed this before is the fact that it's going to involve businesses that are very young they may not ever become viable businesses and again uh, investors need to know that um, and at the moment i don't think anywhere near enough is being done to point this out i totally agree i've seen that uh, royal london advert and it's just mind-bogglingly obvious that all they wanted to do is attract punters to their pension fund. I would just like to add that what concerns me is that there are many different shades of green or ESG. And there are some ESG projects and green investments which are going to deliver in the long run. But 
The problem is there are an awful lot which I seriously question whether they are going to deliver and I wouldn't want to be investing my money. I also am concerned that some of the greenest of the green will have been touted around the city and a lot of people will have decided that they don't want to get involved. And then it sort of comes down the food chain. And from all the emails which I receive from various magazines which are affiliated with the city, uh, there's all sorts of investments which are being promoted to financial advisors, to us, which they are hoping we are then going to promote to our clients. I wouldn't dream of promoting them to, to our clients. They look far too risky and unrealistic in their uh, predictions. And I just feel there's going to be a, a massive mis-selling scandal at some point uh, in the future. I heard recently that the government pensions lifeboat has sold off its investments in hydrocarbons. Have you any comments on that? I do have comments on that. And uh, I would have thought that a pensions lifeboat had more to worry about with regard to ensuring some acceptable outturn for the people who had unfortunately ended up in that situation than making grandiose gestures such as that. The thing which concerns me is that people, there's an awful lot of people who get pensions and they're looking at £500 a month or whatever and because the trustees of whether it's the pensions lifeboat or the local authority fund, whatever it might be, have decided they don't like hydrocarbons or they don't like tobacco stocks, then the chap who swept the corridors for 30 years thinking he was going to get £500 a month is now going to get £480 a month, which isn't what he signed up for. Going back to the sale of Chevron, they couldn't have timed it any, any better, could they? And by that, I mean any worse. Are the trustees really acting in the retirees' best interest? And do the retirees really want to have a, I don't know, 2 5% reduction in income um, simply to meet ESG standards? And I think the answer is probably not all of them. If you're a trustee, you have a fiduciary duty. And uh, the clue's in the word, isn't it? If that fiduciary duty does not stay at the top of the agenda, I foresee that there will be problems, especially with regard to impact investing, where some of the alleged return is not going to be financial. Well, what kind of return can be non-financial? There's a dangerous blurring here. As you alluded to earlier, I think there are going to be big problems further down the line. If you want to give money to charity, then give it. Don't get it confused with, with the concept of investing. That's exactly my point. Don't get it confused with investing. Please feel free if you want to, you know, um, just give it to a green cause. But don't come back to us to say, oh, my portfolio has fallen by 10%. You sent me yet another valuation um, because you're obliged to do that. Um, Just don't go there. Well, thank you very much gentlemen for your very thought-provoking answers to all of these questions and i look forward to further discussions in the near future thank you again this material shouldn't be considered as advice or an investment recommendation you should consult an advisor regulated by the financial conduct authority prior to making investment decisions all investments carry a degree of risk The value of any investment or income received from it can go up as well as down and you may not get back the amount invested. 
information recorded within this podcast was accurate at the time of recording.